Welcome, welcome to the Bear and Below podcast. It's your favorite girls, Cassie and Kathleen, coming at you with a positive poly episode today. We're bringing the vibe back up. We're ready to go. Even though I got stuck in the snow this morning in a semi almost backed into my car, it's okay. We are ready to kick off 2023. We are done with being down in the dumps and we are ready. How about you, Cass? You feel the same? I feel the same. We back, baby. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey. Pop, pop, pop. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> no, I think, oh my God, what a world of difference. And that's why the episode last week was so, so, so important. And we stand behind the fact that we were just feeling in a funk. And But we knew it would turn around, baby. Mm-hmm. We knew it. We just needed to, you know, feel that emotion, feel that out, take some time to feel that. And obviously the amazing progress that Damar um, has been making naturally just lifted our spirits. Yes. The Bills win naturally lifted our spirits. Yes. They're going to win again on Sunday. We're going to squish the fish, baby. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so nervous. I'm going to throw up. I have anxiety, (laughs) but holy shit. So freaking pumped. And yeah, I'm feeling good. I know. I'm feeling good too. I feel like we got our energy back. Even though I came in a little hot today, I'm like, I don't care. I'm done feeling blah. Well, you almost freaking died this morning. The semi truck was literally backing into you. And then you did a, did a 360, ended up in a snowbank, <laughs> screaming bloody murder that you, that you want to live to record this episode. <laughs> Thank God you got out. I'm just on my, like, delusional shit this morning. I'm going to pretend that never happened. But really, like, I'm going down the road after I drop my daughter off at school. There's a semi kind of, like, off to the side. This is a tiny fucking road. This is not a big road. And I'm like, okay, I guess I have to go around. So I'm about to go around. And this fucker throws the semi in reverse. I see the lights come on. I have to slam on my brakes slam on my horn. And I end up, like, one of my wheels gets stuck in, like, the snow. And, you know, you think the guy would, like, come out and be like, oh, sorry about that. Are you okay? Can I help you? Nope. Just sat in his truck. So I'm like, (laughs) and I get out of the snowbank. My car just whips around 360. I'm facing the opposite direction. And I'm like, I'm just, I need to get away from this fucking truck because this is my reactive rover shit. If I did not get out of that snowbank, I was about to whip out of my car and start screaming at this guy. Like, I was 100% about to do it. Well, did he have one of those signs on the back of his truck? Like, how is my driving? Call 1-800, blah, blah, blah. Like, did he have one of those numbers? You should call and rat his ass out. <laughs> I didn't see because I was just, like, seeing red at that point, maybe. But I don't think so because I couldn't even see on the back. Like, what what truck is this even for? But Cassie, like, I'm not even joking. I was driving off and I just looked in my review mirror to see what the fuck he was doing. And he he starts backing up again, and he back probably in his blind spot in the beginning. Oh, I almost died, like straight up, like I'm not fucking around. So he keeps backing up, Cassie. He backed up right into the snow. His truck was like the fucking leaning tower of Pisa. Like I'm like that truck's gonna tip over. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm like maybe that's wrong of me, but I'm like, bye. This is your problem. I'm out of here. Okay. So we just got done saying, oh my God, we're in a positive, great mood. This is amazing. We've really turned it around. (laughs) And then we're now bitching and talking about you almost dying. 
Okay, whatever. It's okay. It's okay. You're alive. You're here. <laughs> We're pretending it didn't happen. Listen, I'm alive. I didn't get stuck in the snowbank. I managed to get myself out of it by the grace of God. No idea how that happened. So here we are. Oh my God. That is so funny. Oh my God. Okay. I'm not funny that you almost died, but funny. We were just talking about being positive and happy. And then you're like, so I almost fucking died this morning. And, <laughs> and I was so red. <laughs> well, here I am alive and well. <laughs> yes. That's what counts. See, yes, you're baby, I'm here. Right now. you made it to the damn recording this morning. I'm looking at your beautiful face. On a beautiful morning, that is all I freaking need. So today's episode, guys, is going to be Cassie's goals for 2023. This was actually the episode that we were going to come in strong in 2023 with our first one. But, you know, if you listened last week, you know why we didn't. So we're doing it this week. And then next week's going to be my goals and my intentions and what we want for this year, what we want to accomplish. And I just want to add too that, you know, we're not trying to be like, oh, hi, my number one goal for this year and resolution, you know, because everybody does that shit. Yeah. The purpose of this is if maybe we share, you know, why we want to make these changes, how we might think it would benefit us. Maybe it will trigger something in your mind as our listener to be like, you know what, maybe I could just add that little thing into my routine. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, hopefully it, it'll work. I mean, I guess we'll have to do a re- our recap episode of 2023 to be like, okay, how long did we carry these things throughout the year? I know, did it right? Us? And I will say too, last year, like I was never growing up a bed maker. I used to get in trouble for all the freaking time. Last year, the year before, I was like, how simple of a task is that? Like, why am I not making the bed? And you read about all the good benefits of it and everything. So I consistently make my bed now and I have for a year, maybe it has been two years, whatever. But anyways, it does make a difference and it helps me feel good getting into bed at night, knowing I'm getting into a made bed. So there are benefits to having a goal and doing it and sticking it out, even if it's just something so simple that takes two minutes. Yeah. Well, right off the bat, I think I mentioned it last week, taking the pressure off of yourself, I think is a big thing. Like what I like to do every year is write a list of everything I want to accomplish in the year. And then I give myself all year to do it. I don't have to like hit the ground running January 1st with this, this and that. Like I give myself time to accomplish these things because that's like a little bit more realistic with how life works. You know, when you're trying to drastically change habits, you want to take it a little bit at a time, like baby step your way into it. I've had a lot of success doing that with some changes that I've wanted to make in my life. And I know you have too, Cassie. Yeah. So with the bed making, what's like the biggest difference in the morning? I know at night, it's probably nice to get into a made bed. But like when you start your morning, you make that bed, that next step, how does that differ from when you didn't make your bed in the morning? Yeah, I think it just makes, for one, it's like an ego booster. Like, oh my God, I did that. Yeah. (laughs) No, it is. It's literally just making my bed. And Trust me, I'm not a bed maker where I have like a gazillion pillows on the bed and and like every corner, like my mom, shoot every corner, eighth of an inch down on each side. Oh my God. I start the day feeling accomplished with that small, tiny little task. It makes the room look less messy. So that makes you feel good too, naturally with like a little 
less messy of a room, especially because I have an ultra, ultra, ultra exclamation point infinity messy husband. (laughs) So I thought that if I started doing that and he does love the bed made too, he's like, wow, I can't believe a difference that that made. I thought it might inspire him to be a grown up and not a teenager with his clothes all over the place. But it really hasn't inspired him. Um, So, okay, maybe I should add that to my goal list is to keep trying to inspire him. (laughs) Yeah, add it to his friggin' list. This is what I want you to be doing in 2023. (laughs) I think that'll be received really well. (laughs) I made you a list of your goals and you will accomplish them. Or you can go sleep in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love it. This leads into actually one of my my goals. Every, see, everything is just flowing organically, naturally. I love it. I'm flowing. I'm flowing. Doing these like wave things with my arms right now, everybody. Um, but one of mine, one of my goals for 2023 is to get more organized. So there's just I feel like shit everywhere. So for example. I posted a freaking video of myself wearing this my Josh Allen shirt. It's red in September. Do you think I can find the freaking shirt? I can't find the freaking shirt. Like, where the hell is it? I have all my bill stuff. Well, I thought I did anyways. <laughs> stacked actually right here behind my computer. So our closet is not very efficient. It's technically a walk-in closet. It is. I mean, I'm sitting in it right now and talking and I have clothes hung up in front of me, clothes hung up behind me and these shelves, but the shelves are not very deep. So if I have like my winter stuff, sweaters, I can stack maybe like three or four of them, but they're super, super deep. Like, like look at how deep they are. They're oh, wow. Like, they're like four feet deep. So if I have stuff behind them, I can't freaking see unless I turn on this light. So things get shuffled around. Um, and then I get pissed if I can't find something. So then I'm like rummaging instead yeah. of, instead of like taking the clothes off nicely and stuff, I'm like rummaging through. And then that's how things get lost. I also have a ton of clothes that I need to get rid of and go through. And I feel like I do do that once a year, but I probably need to do it twice a year. And I also need to let go, like learn to let go of these clothes because I I just have a lot of things that I haven't worn in years. And I'm like, I'm going to wear this one time, but I never do. So I think that'll help. So the reason why I have to get more organized and why I want to get more organized is for one, it'll make my brain less chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, Carmen needs to go through all of his stuff. There's just bins of things everywhere and I get overwhelmed really easily. Yeah. Same. And that is another reason why I don't think I've done it this far, but my mom did actually buy me these organizing bins. I'll have to, I'll post a picture of them because she bought them for herself and she is an organizing queen and you, they're, they're clear in the front. So they're like zip ups and they're clear in the front. So you can see what's in them and then the front zip. And so then you can pull out, but it just kind of keeps everything neat. So that way, all the stuff I have on top of my hanging clothes, like right now I have all my workout stuff up there, but that's like, that stuff 
is like slippery material, slides all over, and then it's just a mess. So I'm going to get that done, that accomplished. Well, so I was just talking about this with my aunt and my sister the other day because I was telling them how I went through my closet and organized everything. And they were saying kind of what you're saying. They have a lot of clothes that they don't really want to get rid of, but they haven't worn in years. And my sister's like, without question, I'll get rid of something. And the next month, I'm like, oh, I could have worn that. And I was like, well, what you want to do, because I'm really good with organizing too. It is one of my strengths. I will give myself that accolade. Okay. Okay, <laughs> little organizing Kathy Kath. Organizer Kath. But anyways, um, I said, go through all the clothes that A, either don't fit you anymore, because I feel like that's kind of negative energy in your closet. Oh, yeah. Like when you're thumbing through and you're like, oh, these used to fit me when I was two sizes skinnier. You know, oh, it's yeah. just, it's get such, get, yeah. So take those clothes and then take the clothes that you haven't worn in years. Maybe they're going out of style, whatever. Put those in a bin, put them in your basement, put them in storage, wherever you have your storage, just get them out of your closet. And that will still give you that kind of like cleansing feeling like, okay, I just have in my closet what I actually wear, but I haven't thrown out or donated. You should be donating the clothes that maybe I will wear in the future. Who knows? So that's a really good tip. But I know organizing is such a daunting task. It's like one of those projects that it's like, oh, I need to do it. But who's got the time? So I totally get that. Yeah, because it takes all freaking day. It really and, does. And then it's like uh, complete chaos in your bedroom, in the room. For <laughs> I know, because you got to like take everything out to like comb through it all. And then I usually have my three bags, donate, keep, throw away. And uh, but anyways... I was going to ask you, what were your parents like growing up? I know you said your mom was really organized, but was your dad like kind of like a clean freak organized type person? Oh my God. Yes. And, and I'm like, what the hell happened to me and my sister? Now when my sister gets in the zone, I think both of us, when we get in the zone, we are really good at it, but I do ask my sister for tips and ideas and everything. Um, because when she gets in the zone, she's really good at it too. But me and my sister are complete opposite of my mom and my dad. They are both clean freaks, neat freaks, organizing freaks, like freak a leaks with <laughs> growing up. We had a ton of chores. We had to do all the organizing, clean, neat freak things, keep everything ultra tidy, not one thing out of place. Like we, yeah. we grew up like that, very strict. <sighs> Allie, we need to dial dial you in and ask you this question. <laughs> um, <laughs> but were they just so strict with everything with us that me and my sister grew up and we were like, oh, fuck that. We're going complete opposite. And we've done enough of that. I want to know if that's a real thing because I wish I would have picked up their habits because they're really good habits, sometimes to a fault because it's like really like really that pillow was out of place that much that you just needed to fix what I did. Yeah. So, yeah, they they were extremely extreme <laughs> yeah I have heard that that when you grow up in a home that's very orderly and everything must be in place hi Layla <laughs> Layla's shaking away over here um that their kids end up kind of being the opposite they've got a little like PTSD like 
no, the pillow does not have to be in the perfect goddamn spot like Jesus, or their kids end up being just as neurotic as their parents were. You know, I, I have heard that. I've seen that with certain families too. I think that's pretty normal. You know what? Now that I think about it, with a lot of things in my life, when I'm forced to do something, (laughs) or like when I'm trying to be controlled, like if, if I have been controlled a lot in my life, when I finally snap and have a voice of my own, I go complete opposite. I'm just realizing that with, with pretty much everything in my life, when I've been controlled, I, and I break free, finally, I end up doing the, like, couldn't be more complete opposite. <laughs> oh, self-discovery here. Listen, guys, you're getting real-time growth on this podcast with me and Cassie. There's been quite a few things where me and you, as we're talking, we're like, oh, that's why I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And so that is something that I'm, I have to be more self-aware about, which I, I am a lot more self-aware that I do go complete opposite when I've been literally like in chains with certain things. My mom is probably laughing right now. Oh, you were in chains when I was making you (laughs) clean, make your bed. But you know what I mean? I go completely opposite. Now I'm more self-aware so I can balance those things out a little bit more. Yeah. But also I just want to put the disclaimer. I'm not a dirty, like I'm not dirty. Like the dishes are done. The garbage is taken out. The blankets are folded in the living room. Like I'm not like that. It's just, I I need to get better at finding a place for everything and not having it be just so like kind of random. Just more like efficiency throughout your home, but also you don't want to feel like you're living in a museum. Right. I had a boyfriend tell me that once, my high school ex, because that's how my upbringing was. My father was very neurotic. Everything had to be perfect. And his family wasn't like that at all. So he would come to my house and he would move things. And I'm like, stop touching everything, you know, because I'm scared to get yelled at. And he like one time snapped and he was like, your house is like a fucking museum. Can I, am I even allowed to sit down? (laughs) And I was like, no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, do not sit down. You have to stand the whole time. But it's good. I like that you're talking about this. We're older now. We're more self-aware. We can strike that balance between not being neurotic, but having a little bit more, you know, efficiency in your home where you have more of a clear head and you don't get overwhelmed. Yeah. Yep. Totally. That's a great goal to have for 2023. I bet you a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, I, I, I think so. (laughs) I think they will. Okay, Cass, I know you've got another goal that you want to accomplish this year, and I'm excited for you to talk about it because this is one of the things I've mentioned before that I love about you. You are really big on volunteering, giving back your time, but you want to get more into it in 2023. So why don't you tell our listeners specifically what you're thinking of doing? Yeah, so I think I've mentioned before that I used to, once a month, first Friday of the month, um, go volunteer at People to People Shelter, which is downtown Minneapolis here. They partnered up with the Birthday Party Project. They're based out of Dallas and they're in um, shelters all over the country. But what they do is host birthday parties for all of the kids. So if we're in December, any kid between the ages of 
zero and 18. If your birthday is in December, you can come down to the birthday party and you can bring your siblings, your parents, friends. So they all come down. It's in person. We have it theme, a theme every birthday month. Every kid gets a gift. Every kid gets a cake. And then every other kid in, that came to the party gets a piece of the cake and we can dance. We have activities, everything. So anyways, Every month I would look forward to doing that. I did that for probably five or six years. And then COVID happened. And so we couldn't do any of the in-person volunteering anymore, which is such a bummer. I feel so bad for the kids. Every kid still got a gift, though, which is awesome. Good. They still got a gift. They still had things sent to the shelter for them to be able to celebrate with their own family. So this shelter, they do have beds for just anybody off the street to walk into. But this shelter is set up so the moms can go to work, try and get back on their feet. And they have like their own little like studio apartment type might be a little bit smaller than that. But they have free daycare for the mom. So they really try help setting you up for success. And a couple of the families there, I would see them year after year. I think you can stay up to maybe like five years or something. So anyways, it's awesome. And the kids would still get their gift, but it's not the same. Like they still didn't get to have a birthday party yeah, and they still didn't get to maybe blow out their candles because maybe their mom couldn't even afford a box of candles, you know, mm-hmm. to bake a cake or anything. So I really, really miss that. So I need to find something um, to get back in person because for my birthday last year, I did um, do a fundraiser to raise money for the birthday party project. All of that money, I think I raised enough money to send out like 25 birthday kits to different kids. Yeah. And that's still rewarding and everything, but. I need to see the joy on the faces, on the kids' faces, on the parents' faces, and the smiles and the laughter. Like, I need that human connection. So, and I haven't been able to do it, and I haven't actually in the last few months. Every once in a while, I'll get on the birthday party project to see if they're doing in-person yet again, and and they still haven't at my shelter. So, I need to find something. I haven't looked. I haven't researched to see what I can do in person anymore in a few months, actually, probably like six or seven months. I haven't even looked. So that is a major goal. That's a great goal. I think you have a great start, even though you don't have a specific charity that you want to go for. You have a good start because you know what it is that you need. And it's very much you like a testament to who you are. You like that human connection. That's, I think, a really great place to start. We talk about baby steps. You don't have to like hit the ground running, light this crazy fire under your ass, have to do this. Start small. Step one. What would make sense for me in my life? What do I need in my life where I can give back? Pick a place where you can have that one-on-one interaction and you can see the smiles and the joy in whoever it is that you're working with. Yeah, I thank you. And I did volunteer at that same shelter before, but just like um, in the kitchen. And that's still really rewarding for me too. But again, I just love seeing just the kids. I I love working. I love kids. I love working with kids. But 
even like serving them the food and stuff, it's great. And, you know, they might say hi or a couple of people might say something, but I need like even a little bit more than that. Yeah. You want that dialogue. Like you love working with kids, but you also love people. You love connecting. So that's something that you can take with you in your search when you figure out what's going to be your new venture for 2023. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, I'm going to, you know what, live in action here. Okay. All right. I'm going to challenge you to one time, at least one time this year. (laughs) (laughs) Am I hyperventilating? I don't like human interaction. (laughs) I know. I'm kidding. But even how awesome would it be for you to do this one thing out of your comfort zone and feel good about it after. You could even probably find something to take Natalie to and what a good role model you would be for your little girl. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Cass's challenge. Okay. Challenge accepted. Okay. Woo! <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, I love what you got on the docket for 2023. I think it's going to be such a great year for both of us. And we're going to be reporting to you guys along the way. Like Cass said in the beginning of the episode, hopefully we inspire you guys to set some goals for yourself this year, whatever it is. Yeah, I think we should maybe do some check-ins, maybe. Um, <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> COVID Cass. I have COVID, um, everybody. I think we should do some check-ins maybe, you know, every other month or something and just see how we're doing. We want to be, we don't want to be annoying about it, but yeah, maybe we can just check in, check in with our listeners, you know, put something out there. Like how's everyone doing with their 2023 goals? And, but it's okay. I have a plan to organize my closet tomorrow, but I also have a lot of other things on my list. So if I don't get to it tomorrow, I'm going to not punch myself in the head and be like, you idiot. Why didn't you do it? You suck at time management. You suck at this. Like, (gasps) no, I know that's so mean. Be kind to yourself. And you wouldn't say that to your friend either. Like Kathleen's not going to be like, oh my God, you fucking lazy piece of shit. You're going to be like, it's okay. Do it next weekend, girl. Mm -hmm. So that's how you have to talk to yourself. And I also, I really need to read more so I'm just throwing that out there too because I yeah. need to be held accountable for that because I really, I really do. I'm not just saying I want to read more because society is telling me I should read more. Like I genuinely do want to read more. So I'm adding that on. Please hold me accountable, Kathleen. Do you have a book in mind? Oh my God. I have about six books downstairs that I've bought over the last year that I've never read. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. You know, I've read a lot of self-help books in the past. Mm -hmm. And then I just got a little drained by them. So I'm like, I think I need a regular book. So then Carmen bought me the Crawdads, whatever the hell it's called, Crawdads Sing one. Where the Crawdads Sing. Okay. So I did read that last year. It took me seven months because I only read about five pages a day. Well, it's all right. And I felt so good after, and it was good to switch it up from a self- help book. I'm with you. Yeah. I told, cause Scott just got into reading this year. I'm very proud of him. I was telling you earlier, 
but he read a very heavy book. It was about investing. And now he's onto this other book about like communication. And I actually said that to him. I go, you might want to like lighten it up a little bit because these books are very heavy and he's like full speed ahead. He's putting a lot of pressure on on himself. I'm trying to tell him like, you got, you're going to burn out. You got to slow down, but um, it is good to mix it up, especially oof, those self-help books are, they're heavy. They're great, but they're heavy. They are. And I, I love them, but I'm like, oh my God, I've just read six of them. Like I, and I felt like anytime I picked up a book that I, for some reason, I felt like I had to read a self-help book because I feel like maybe during that time over the last, you know, five years or so where I'm like, I need to work on myself so bad. Something's wrong with me. I I need to read a self-help book, um, every time. And if I'm reading and it's not, a self-help book, like I would feel guilty about it. So, but then, you know, I get perfect and I don't need to work on myself anymore. (laughs) You're all good. JK, JK, (laughs) totally kidding. But um, I bought that one of those Colleen Hoover books. Oh yeah. Yeah. I read one of those. Yeah. And as soon as I'm done reading, it was an agreement that we, uh, my husband and I both had to read the five love languages book and that's a super easy read. So I'm in chapter five now, as soon as I'm done with that thing, I'm throwing it in the fire pit and I'm, um, (laughs) (laughs) again, guys, see full of jokes today, but I'm going to read the Colleen one. So now I've found a good balance between self help or love, whatever communication and then like a normal book. What do you call that? Fiction, nonfiction? I don't even fucking know. <laughs> Fiction is like storytelling. Nonfiction would be more of like your self-help books. Okay, so fiction then. Yeah. I know. Those self-help books, oh my God, it's such great information. But when you read too many of them. <laughs> Cassie's laughing because she doesn't know the difference between fiction and nonfiction. This is why I need to read more because yes. I <laughs> I know. Listen, I was going to blow past it, but. (laughs) I'm so happy that you didn't, though, because I genuinely want to know. But this is why I need to read more, because I should know the goddamn difference. Yeah, you probably should, girl. (laughs) All right. It's all right. Hey, you know, was, oh, one of your other goals was increasing your vocabulary. You mentioned it in a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, you're right. There you go. Well, reading will do that. Reading will help you with that. It's helping Scott because he'll be like, oh, what does this word mean and this word? And then he like looks it up or sometimes I already know it. And um, I mean, yeah, it's definitely the best way to increase your vocab. Yes. Reading more and us doing this podcast has actually already like (laughs) increased my vocabulary. I'll say a couple of like words to Carmen and and that I would never probably use in my day to day, but I'll say it and he'll be like, he'll be like, uh, do you even know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carmen, I do. That's what I say. I go, yes, I fucking do. Are you kidding me? And then I'll read the whole definition like from my brain and then I'll be like, see, told ya. <laughs> <laughs> Pipe down, Carmen. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Awesome. Okay, let's hear Cassie's amazing, awesome, inspiring, uplifting quote of the day that she always has for us every single week. 
always every single week. I do not I do not disappoint. We are nothing if not consistent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I thought this was this is actually one of my all-time favorite quotes, but it's very fitting because Martin Luther King Day is Monday and we all need to honor that amazing man and this is one of his quotes. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Very true. It very, is. very true. It's a great quote. I've I've read that before um, from Martin Luther yeah. King. I usually post it every year. And it's just so true. Be a light in someone's life. Be kind. Spread love. Every, everything that we stand for. Absolutely. Okay, now to wrap up the episode, we've got our weekly below shout out. We want to make sure that everybody is enjoying their winter this year. We know Buffalo winters get a little bit dreary, a little depressing. We're all stuck inside. The holidays are over and everybody's like, oh, there's nothing to do in Buffalo. Uh, uh." My dad every year, Buffalo, oh, there's nothing to do. This sucks. And I'm like, (laughs) and then he flies off to Florida. I'm like, goodbye, get out of here because there's plenty to do actually. So Cass has got one thing that um, she's going to tell you guys, suggest to you guys if you're feeling like you need to get out of the house and do something. Yes, definitely. So what I think you should do is It'd be a cute little date night or even a a fun little night with you and your girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Go check out The Place. It's a nostalgic little restaurant. They have just really good old-time charm, classic ambiance. Yes, I'm reading this right off of their profile. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's on Lexington Ave in Buffalo. They have the cutest little fire pit outside. They are known for their Tom and Jerry's. And if anybody doesn't know what a Tom and Jerry is... It is a tasty little drink. It goes back to the 1820s, actually, a little fun fact. Um, But it's eggnog with brandy and rum, served hot, usually in in a bowl or or a mug. But you can get one of those, cozy all up with your little beanie and fur coat, and go sit out at the fireplace. And it's just something different to do, I think, that would be really cute. And if you do do it on a date night, make sure you grab that Five Love Languages book before you throw it in the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure your partner knows your love language. Super important. Or what you can do if it's a girl's night and you read that Five Love Languages book and your partner still didn't turn it around and make it work with you, burn that fucker, write their name all over it, burn it in the fire. The place will not care. I promise. Just kidding. Don't do that. You'll get kicked out. Don't blame me. The place is going to be like messaging us like, why are all these books getting burnt at our fucking establishment? Like, thanks a lot. Yeah. Why is the days written on a book and in the fireplace? <laughs> it's all the basic man names. Dave, Mike, Scott. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jeff. Oh my God. A freaking Jeff is definitely in the fire. Okay. Um, so their Instagram, check them out. Seriously. So cute. All jokes aside, just an adorable place. Their Instagram is at the place Buffalo. 
check them out, give them a follow. You will not be disappointed. And by the way, their freaking creme brulee looks amazing. I'm looking right now. Holy shit. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it's a cute little spot. A lot of people in Buffalo love it. So go check it out. And that is it for us, guys. We are Audi. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Give Cassie a little love. She handles our Instagram. She loves talking to everybody. So make sure you say hi. I know you would love that. And my favorite thing on earth. I know you would love it. So, and then also make sure that you subscribe to our podcast or downloading our episodes. Rate us five stars. Give us a little review. And that's it for us, y'all. Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace out, y'all. Audi Boombowski.